Welcome to Timber Nook Tips. Hey, Jeff Johnson here with Angela Hanscom. We are talking in this episode of Timber Nook Tips. We're talking about choice that's come up with in all the previous episodes. So we thought we'd dig into it a little bit more. So, Angela, what is choice? So, um, I think it's a it's a huge differentiator between um, true occupation for a child of um, you know true play and um, more adult directed activities. And what I'm what we're learning here at Timbernook is there's a huge therapeutic value when it's when it's true play, um, and and we're meeting IEP goals that you just can't you can't replicate in a traditional therapy session. Um, that, but you're going to see it when it's, when it's true play out there. Yeah, because one of the definitions of play, and again, anybody wondering where we're getting our definition, we're pretty much working with Peter Gray's conditions of play. The first one there is for an activity to be real play, it needs to be freely chosen by the people that are engaged in it. And so in a lot of early learning settings, there are more play-like activities going on than real play because a lot of the choice has been taken away from the kids that are playing. Classrooms will be set up. There will be a block area and a dramatic play area and a sensory play area and an art area. And then the teacher will set the timer and groups of kids rotate through those in, in the day. And some people will say, well, there's some choice for you. And my pushback to that is it's not, it's not real choice because the adult did all the staging there because some of those kids might not care about any of those things, but they're stuck in that environment. And so they got to kind of live with it out in out in the real world, whether it's the Timberdick program or kids playing in their neighborhood during summer vacation. There's a lot more real choice in the activities they choose and choose they choose to engage in. Mm-hmm. Um, how how do we get better at this in our in our classrooms? How do we foster choice? Um, I think one idea is to actually provide. Um, actually provide an environment that is conducive to choice. Um, so the way the environment is set up is actually a huge, is, is a huge um, piece to this. So for instance, loose parts is something that, um, you know, each, each material um, has many affordances. So like um, planks, tires, um, sticks, They'll have many, many what we call visual affordances. So there's many opportunities to play with them. Oh, that sounds like a fancy therapist <laughs> word. What's a, 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 an affordance? What what is it's what an, is that? It's an optometrist term. It's a, a visual affordance means that um, you see the object for a, a certain purpose. Ah. So for instance, a stick. You might a child might have um, one opportunity, one affordance, and realize like if he gets bored and he's sitting in the dirt and he starts digging with the stick, he might say, "Oh, I, this is a tool for digging." Uh-huh. And then you might see another child um, building with a stick in the somewhere else and realize, "Oh, I have two affordances. I can dig with it and I can build with it." The more practice they have outdoors and the more they're exposed to children using those materials in different ways, the more inspired, the more affordance they get. Um, so the environment is huge, um, is huge for inspiring play, but also for um, providing choice. And one, one idea is to provide loose parts because um, 
for instance, I might come up with a hundred different ways to use a stick and you might come up with um, maybe some similar uh -huh. ways, but you might come up with another 50 different ways. And so the more, if having multiple loose parts out there, each loose part has many, many importances and it gives you many, many choices for different types of play. And, and I love that. I think, I think one of the things, one of the problems people have with, with loose parts is sometimes they don't think the kid is using, them, using it right. Yeah. And other times they don't think they're using it enough or, or those kind of things. And, and the thing is, sometimes those materials have to be around the environment for a long time before somebody chooses it. And then they may choose it for something that you had no idea they could ever use it for. Yes. And I think both of those things kind of relate to choice as well. There's, and, and, and maybe the idea that I think one of the, maybe the issues caregivers have and parents is that, that choice really involves giving up some power and control on their end. And that can be really uncomfortable sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It's really the hardest thing that we have to train um, new providers and new teachers is really the, to step back and to not, um, to not give them different ideas. Like for instance, if you're presenting something, you wouldn't say, that basket over there can be used to carry acorns or, you know, because you have, because you're giving them these adult, ad adult um, conceived ideas. And we don't want to do that um, because then the adult becomes the idea giver and yeah. they start seeking reassurance from the adult all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, it's about time to wrap this one up. We're going to come back in the next episode. And I think we're going to talk more choice because I think there's a lot, there's a lot there. So uh, stay tuned. We'll be back soon. Thanks for tuning in to Timber Nook Tips. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Timber Nook Tips. Share your questions and comments at playvolutionhq.com slash podcast slash Timber Nook for more Angela visit timbernook.com. For more Jeff, visit explorationsearlylearning.com. Like the show? Want to listen to episodes early? Consider becoming a patron. Starting at the $3 a month level, patrons get access to a custom patron-only feed where we put out episodes of Upstairs Studio podcasts like the Child Care Bar and Grill, Miss Becky's Classroom, That Early Childhood Nerd, the Renegade Rules podcast, and others early. That feed is just for patrons. You could be one of them. Go to patreon.com slash playvolutionhq or click the link in the show description to learn more. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.